Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Today we have Jeff Lindsay from the Lindsay Way. And uh, at Bowhunter Planet headquarters, we have myself, James Nopoom, Bob McGee, Chris McGee, and Tim Mazzarana. Jeff, how you doing? Doing great. How you guys doing? Great. Good. Just ate. We just ate ourselves a nice little venison dinner out of our can cooker. It was really good. Oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, I did that. I'm, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little spicy. It's actually pretty good. So, uh, well, what part of the deer? Uh, I'm not sure. Dave cooked it. No, so. cooked knowing it. Dave, you yeah, he, yeah, he, is, he didn't give us back straps. I'm going to tell you that right. Flank steaks. Uh. What's being said here? He was asking what what, what kind of meat of we got, and I said, knowing Dave, it's the cheap part. Jeff, don't take crap from these guys. <laughs> or the scrolls. Or the stuff from 2015. <laughs> yeah, clean, clean it out. Freezer burn. Freezer burn. <laughs> So, uh, so tell us a little bit about your show. You know, we watch it all the time. I know you, uh, you, you did a lot of stuff with the breweries at first. So, uh, so tell us a little Give bit. Give us a little background. Yeah. Yeah, you know, me and my dad both. We were with, uh, you know, Drury Outdoors um, for eight years. Um, you know, we had a great relationship. Mark, Terry, Matt, Taylor, all those, all that team over there. And we had, you know, we got lifelong friends, and we just. Um, it, it was time for us to split off a couple of years ago, and uh, you know the, the videos and the, the TV shows, uh, everything was just kind of changing. So we thought it was a good time to step out, and uh, you know we, we parted ways on, on good terms for, for both us and them, and we remained friends. And we're probably you know better. You know, Mark's a neighbor of ours in Iowa, so we're probably as good of friends now that we ever have been because it's not on a you know more of a working relationship now it's just total friends hunting neighbors we just talk about talk about deer and turkey yeah. now so, uh, so, so you're neighbors at the Drury so I'm assuming your property is horrible <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's terrible yeah I mean, it's in a good area we actually you know our, our farm is right there and I will part of our farm used to be uh, you know Mark's original farm and that's kind of how we met Mark is uh you know went, to, went up there went turkey hunting got the look and he was selling his farm and, and we bought a piece 
piece of his and then just kind of added to it. And uh, Mark had some land that, you know, he kind of worked out and stayed neighbors. And, and we've been able to build a pretty good chunk right there. And, and you know, we were able to do it at a time, you know, many moons ago. And, yeah. uh, land was a lot more affordable. So it, oh, it, it would be, it'd be harder, a lot harder to do now. But we, oh, I'm we, sure. <laughs> we've been blessed for sure. And that just kind of, you know, led us to the Lindsay way. You know, it was a, it was a long process, but we knew when it would, would be time you know my dad he was he was all for it i was kind of comfortable with drury you know riding it out but he kind of pushed me and you know we're, we're thankful we did it and you know now we're heck we're going into season about to start filming season three in, in two months but you know season two is about to air uh starting next week you know season one uh was our first year you know hartland bow hunter those guys over there the, the guys producing it and oh <laughs> we had those guys on. I mean, their their production quality is out of amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're just just awesome. some of the little things like they drove through leaves in slow motion. Like wow, like mm-hmm. who just yeah, even yeah. thinks of that? <laughs> little things, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you know that they do a good job of you know, kind of making you feel like you're there and, and kind of telling what the hunt's all about. And that and that's kind of what we. And everybody hunts for different reasons, but you know we hunt spend time with our family. Obviously, we're, we're driven by. By big deer but yeah you know at the end of the day it, you know shoot what makes you happy and it's time spent with the family and friends and that's at the, at the end of the day it's all you got so that's, that's kind of our goal to you know really try to show people why we or not necessarily why we hunt but the feelings and and everything that's involved with it is the passion it's the passion the of passion. hunting absolutely so you have yes, you have the new you have the new season launching. Um, and not not to ruin the season, but but can you give us some of the uh, the highlights as to what we might expect here coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on season two, you know, we started out uh, the first year we made it. You know, we're whitetail guys for sure. However, we do a lot of elk hunting. We do a little bit of mule, mule deer hunting. So we we started off with whitetail. We wanted to start strong. And this year, since it was our second season, we decided to do it more in chronological order. So you know, we, our first two episodes were. With mule deer, we killed, you know, I shot a 175-inch mule deer. My dad shot a 182-inch deer out in Utah. And then we went to the Utah with a couple, bu- I mean, Colorado with a couple buddies. And we shot some bull elk with our with our guns in the eastern plains of Colorado. And and then, um, then we, you know, we had, we started hunting Iowa. Actually, we go to Kansas. My wife shoots good deer in Kansas. And then from there, it's pretty much whitetail from there on out. You know, we killed... My dad shoots a, a 178 10 pointer in Iowa. I shoot a, a 170 inch deer in Iowa, and uh, you know, but the kind of the, the highlight of, of my of our year would be my mother shot a deer we call MVP. It was, a, it was a five and a half year old buck that you know my, me and my dad hadn't really hunted, but she, she doesn't get to hunt much but late season. And as time rolled around, uh, the deer was still there. She went out and she got him, and, and she deserved it, you know, more than anybody. So that that hunt right there made our whole year. That's yeah, probably that's cool. the the episode that we're really looking forward to. She do a rifle or gun, Jeff? A muzzleloader. Cool. Nice. cool, very cool, very cool. Yeah. So yeah. so she has a bow. Our goal this year is to get her a deer with her bow. You know, a doe, buck, whatever, whatever gets close enough. That's <laughs> the goal this year. So. Yeah. So it'll you're never too never too old to start bow hunting. No, so. you're not. So, so that's we just plan. we just talked about yeah. that actually. <laughs> yeah, Tim was in his late 30s. <laughs> yeah, not even yeah. in my late 30s, but it's not not too, not too far off the mark though. <laughs> yeah, my mom won't listen to this, so I can I can say her. <laughs> I won't get in trouble, but she's in her early 60s, but, uh, you know, she started shooting a bow a couple of years ago, and we got her a, 
a PSC setup now. It's you know it's it's at the minimum she's you know it's funny you know you can take the strongest person in the world but if they've never pulled a bow back that is a unique mm-hmm, muscle yeah. uh, group that y- you have to train and you have to learn. So we're we're working her up, but I think by this year she'll be ready to go. And of course she's pulling seventy pounds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe eighty. Pulling more than most. Uh, most of your hunters probably listen to this. <laughs> I, think, I think it's like 35 pounds. you got to be at the minimum. That's yeah. all you right need. That's all you need to kill. So spe- speaking of uh, filming, we know that at one point you guys had the largest whitetail kill on film. And that's pretty right. much everybody in America's dream as a hunter. What was that well, like? <laughs> you know, it was weird. Um, you know, looking back, we would have done did things a lot differently. It was a deer called um, Baby G. You know, my dad had had some bad luck with Goliath uh, the year before, two years before, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, he's more more known for not getting Goliath killed than he is killing Baby G. <laughs> but Baby, Baby G scored better, but he didn't have the frame. You know, Goliath was just a, a world-class frame. Very few deer ever walked the face of the earth mm-hmm. that had a, had a frame like that. But it, it was a good... It was a good hunt um, with Goliath. I mean, it was just extremely hard to beat. He he was filming himself, and, you know, if he had had a cameraman, we'd probably have a dead deer. And, and then so I said, i seen what had happened. I said, you're hunting Baby G. I said, I'm not even going to go over there. If he comes by me, I'm not even shooting him. He means nothing to me. And You know, we're all about shooting deer. It's, that, that means something to yeah. you. We, all, yeah. we always kind of go after deer. Each own has our spots, but each person kind of has the deer they're after. And, if we can help it, you know, unless it's accident or something, we're not going to shoot the other person's uh, deer that they're after, yeah. uh, unless we get mad at each other. But that's <laughs> <laughs> <They're laughs> it's all fun and games <laughs> until somebody shoots my deer. Yeah. It's all fun and games until somebody until another two hundred shows up. <laughs> the two hundreds are far, few and far between. Oh yeah. At that point, he had uh, he'd already killed one, and I said, "Now nah, you're shooting him." And so he, he hunted baby G, and he had excellent footage of him one night coming right to the bean field and uh he bedded down at 100 yards like an hour before dark and in this beautiful grass and we just thought that he was going to stand back up uh, my cameraman was with him that night because they thought they would see him and he never stood back up hindsight's 2020 they probably tried should have tried to get him up or something but it, it didn't happen and then the uh you know, two weeks later, three weeks later, whenever it was, he had a rookie cameraman that went out there. And, I mean, he got the kill on film, but it wasn't nothing spectacular. Yeah. But he had been hunting him all year that, <laughs> you know, it was, it was almost like Groundhog Day. It was another day, maybe he'd get lucky, maybe not. But to have it do over again with, I would have sent him my cameraman. And, and the guy that did it was, you know, was a great guy. He just didn't have a whole lot of experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if little John would have been there. And, and my dad had, had already had him get away you know, once, and he's like, you better, get, he's like, I can't see him, I can't see him, he's like, you better get on him, because I'm about to kill him, I don't care about the video stuff, I won't put deer dead, so. <laughs> but he got him, and then, and you know, the way it tied in, it kind of completed the whole, you know, David versus Goliath, and then, then he gets Baby G story, it, it made for a, a happy ending, but it was a, it was a, a roller coaster ride there for a couple of years to, to get to that point. So, um, so what I want to know is, is how you how do you come up with these names? What is there is there a process to it? Uh, no, you know, I, spur of the moment. I'm always hearing these cool nicknames and stuff, and 
certain nicknames just stick. You know, we have certain fields on our farm. Where, oh, this field is named this. And, you know, if, if it don't stick or we don't ever call it that again or we forget it, you know, that's not a good nickname. So right. sometimes, you know, Baby G obviously just came after Goliath. We thought he was a baby Goliath. And I think Mark had got – Mark I knew was was had pictures of Baby G. And he didn't have pictures of Goliath, but he had pictures of Baby G. So he, he, had, he was the one who named him. So – um, some, and you know, Mark and ourselves, we share some deer. We share probably, you know, 25% of the deer on our farm probably go north to his farm, but we don't always share nicknames. We kind of have our own nicknames for them, unless it starts out early and then we just say, okay, this is what we're going to call this deer. But, you know, most of the time that's me just being goofy coming up with a name and it sticks. And, and you know, when I say it, it's probably people are like, what the heck? That's really goofy sounding but you know it's just like calling one of my kids now yeah. <laughs> I, I used to name my cars so, <laughs> so you know you guys shoot pse which mile are you shooting this year uh i shoot the carbon air my dad he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's we're gonna shoot the new you know evolve this year um but i'm shooting the carbon air i love it uh he, he's kind of still stuck on his uh the, the decree, I think it is. He's still shooting that one. So he's one of those, you know, I shoot whatever's out, new bow, new flagship bow, that's the one I'm shooting. He's one of those that he, he swaps about every two years. He gets yeah. comfortable with the bow, and he's... Yeah, I totally get it. That's how we are here. It's like we're shooting two or three different bows. It's like, you know what? Sometimes it'd be nice just to just stick with one. hold on to one for a couple of years. But <laughs> this is what it is. But yeah, that carbon air was awesome. We had one of those. And uh, it was you fun to shoot. Comfortable with. Yeah. If you get one you're comfortable with, I mean, I don't. You know, used to, uh, bows were a lot more affordable, and you could afford to, and, and it didn't matter at the time, you could afford just to swap every year, and you're selling them to your buddies or whatever, and now yeah. it's like, yeah, they're getting up there in price. You gotta, yeah. you <laughs> well, not only that, people are always asking us, you know, what's the best bow out there? And when you get into that, that realm to where you're spending $900,000 plus, they're all great bows. Yeah. It just I, comes I, down I, to personal preference. I agree with that 100%. You know, obviously, we shoot what we shoot uh, because it's what we think is the best, but but it's like driving a truck. Everybody has, has their, yeah, um, personal preference. their own preference, and everybody's had good and bad experiences with with various bows, you know, but once you get to that level, you can't go wrong nope. right. with any of them. And, and any of those guys, any of the, the VP of sales or whatever from any of those companies, you could line all all of them up today, and they'd all tell you that. I mean, that's just the truth. Yeah. Right. So what kind of? Well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying. So what? You guys just shoot a variety of bows, huh? Yeah, we get a little bit of everything. You know, uh, I think we're gonna do a little bow tech this year. Session bear. We got a whole bunch of you know. We, do a little work for They're everybody. Kind of yeah, yeah, well, I think what's nice, you know, being being um, being that you know we we kind of work with a lot of different companies out there in the industry. We have an opportunity to really see what's out there on the market, and and uh, you know we run we run some pro staffs. We have an ambassador program that's out there right now, and uh, it really allows us to let our people um, be able to decide what they want to shoot. And I think it just speaks to that same point: is that. You know, there's a lot of good bows out there. It's about personal preference, and it allows us to put, you know, the, the different equipment in, in different people's hands and, and, you know, hopefully make them more successful in their hunts. Right. So I agree. That's a good strategy. 
Yeah, so I'm you know, looking at your Facebook here. Um, see that you guys got a giveaway. So I just wanted to mention that real quick to everybody. Um, you know, this is, and I know, Ten days. Yep, that you guys are uh, giving away uh, some uh, some product on your website here for some likes and some shares, which is pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, it, it just kind of shows that you guys are out there for your fans and, uh, you know, you're looking out for everybody, which is cool. So. Yeah, we did that last year. You know, we did it in a 10-day countdown you know a lot of people are like oh my lord it's getting on our nerves but you know there's something there's twice as many saying oh man i love free stuff keep doing that and a lot of people say exactly that you guys getting back to your fans and that's what yeah. we try to do i mean we're not you know we don't make a living off our tv show we we we're, we do it because we love it we've been yeah. able, being able to document it and share it and kind of relive it that, that's the reason we do it and yeah. spend time with our family but um yeah 10 day giveaway you know our show actually we got six airings on the sportsman's channel and it actually begins next Monday, but because our primetime slot is 8 o'clock on, on a Sunday night, you know, that's really kind of what we want to promote. Just because it is. It's primetime, and we want to sit down, you know, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, whatever. You know, interact with our fans. So we're kind of just pushing the primetime right now. Very cool, man. So, we, yeah, we look forward to all of your episodes. We cannot wait, um, you know, to, to check you guys out this season. I know yeah. it's it's just kicking off, and uh, we appreciate the hats and the video too that you sent us. Yeah, oh, very yeah. cool. Very cool. So, so where can our where can our uh, listeners here catch your show? I know you're on the Sportsman Channel. Do you have the the times? I'm sure yes, we can go I, check uh, it out. I, I can I can pull them up right here. I got them. Uh, but like I said, the main one is you know eight o'clock on Sunday nights, and that begins next. Next Sunday, July second. Okay. Um, Monday at seven a.m. Uh, Wednesday at two thirty a.m. and six thirty p.m. Okay. On Wednesday and Thursday at one thirty p.m. Cool. So, cool. Got a little something. No matter what shift you're working at work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll turn with either sportsman or outdoor channel on at just the weirdest time. Well, it doesn't even matter when you're when you're working. You. Nowadays, everybody's got a VCR or a, a VCR. <laughs> Actually, but, not, but nowadays, nobody, nobody has, has a VCR. VCR. <laughs> VCR, VCR. I do. Hey, it's three-letter abbreviation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Close enough. TiVo, TVR, all that. Awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate you joining us today, so... Well, I hope everybody goes uh, and you know checks out your new episodes coming up, and uh, you know check out their Facebook as well for uh, for all the for the giveaway that's going on. So I appreciate yeah. your joining. Dead us. Ringer Broadheads is no joke. They're awesome. Yeah, awesome. Today <laughs> and it'll you know we'll kind of every we'll have something the next ten days. So yeah, get on there, like it up, and we'll pick some winners. We'll probably go Facebook Live the uh, the day of the premiere and, and draw some winners. Awesome. Cool. Yep, looking forward to seeing your new episodes, man. I'll let you get back to. Cutting that grass. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get some well-needed rain right now. Oh, I know. Stressful week at work, and I'm going to decompress until it gets dark, and I can't do no more. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Great. That's the way to do it. Enjoy your chill. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good Jeff. Good luck this fall. Hey, you, you too. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHB. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.
Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.